this is y'all welcome in to episode 88 of the dumb marks podcast gentlemen what's going on Good life we good good yeah, Donald, you, you look like you ready for the uh you're ready to get into the shits today <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got on i got on my uh jurassic park hat my uh dr allen uh was it dr allen grant Alan Grant, you got the you got the 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 claw with you. No, I don't. No, I don't have that. <laughs> and then it, that's that's a that's a great scene when he just goes to the kid and he's like, she's "Here, it's like she's here, and all your insides will fall out." <laughs> Eight year old kid scared to death. <laughs> oh. No, everybody's good. Mental health's good. We're coming up on the end of Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, I'm loving what I'm seeing from all platforms across the board, um, bringing a ton of awareness, you know, from from us jokers that, that are, you know, nothing's in the podcast world yet, yet, all the way up to the tippy tops um, of the worlds, whether it's, you know, Brian Clark and the Pivot, Joe Budden, all, all those guys, Um Shout out to everybody in between that's that's brought a lot of awareness to mental health this month. It's greatly appreciated for those of us that that do deal with it um, on a regular basis. So, all right, where we at? Where we, let's get into it. Straight straight into it. I'm ready to go. Well, I have a little story time from Donald Bay Bay. <laughs> uh, so uh, this week, rough week at work and that stuff. So come home, shower up, you know, did everything. So going to my room and I'm wondering, man, why do my stuff itch? I was like, I just took a shower. Like, how is this even possible? So go back in the shower. I mean, not go back in the shower, but go into the bathroom, take off the boxer briefs. And I'm looking at my boxer briefs and seeing there was a dryer, a dryer paper thing still stuck into my boxer briefs. It looked like a feminine pad. So I was like, that's why my stuff was itching. I completely forgot to take the dryer sheet out of my boxers in the laundry itself. Was like so so all right, all right. I got a couple questions. I, couple questions. I didn't I wasn't expecting us to be starting off here today, uh-uh. right? Um, you know, Jay, I, I appreciate the, the question of the week that Jay brought last week, and I'm like, oh, this is Jay's gonna bring this every week. It's gonna be a nice little contribution, he's gonna have something on his own to do and he he looks like dopey over there right now. Hey, man. Yeah. Right. Hunt Jason looks like he got kidnapped. <laughs> that's, that's typically how it goes. Uh, yeah, that that light, that bright light, uh, the wellness plan for Jay. You you don't get a check mark on that today. You get an X because it is it is darker than shit. You, you don't know how many times I walked in and out of this room. My my natural instinct is even with if the lights, if the TV is too bright, my natural instinct is to get up, turn the light off, even if the lights are off. That's my natural instinct. So every, every time I walked into this room, I hit the light switch. Damn, I got a pod. Went back out, walked back in, hit the light switch. Damn, I got a pod. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just put this soft gray on YouTube. Let it light the room up. So you got the white noise going? You got the, you got the, you got the, the channel three after midnight way back in the day. It's just the, the black and white static illuminating the room. Yes. I need a heavy dose of Tylenol right now. Uh. Uh, so, 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 Donald, mm-hmm. do you did you specifically put the dryer sheet in the drawers and then throw it in the dryer, or was it you just put the dryer sheet in the dryer 
and through the tumble cycle, it got into the draws. Yes, the second auction. I just threw it in there, and it was there. I mean, it was perfectly formed right in that area. It, it, it <laughs> felt a little weird putting them on, like when you slide them up the leg, you get it like. <laughs> it did a bit, but I was just like, uh, you know, it might be some. Nothing, so I didn't even worry about it. It might be like an old, it might be like an old pair of hands that are towards the end of their life cycle. A little, little scratchiness where you know, like as guys, listen, guys, for the most part, guys buy underwear when there's holes in them. So as we get down, we we can tell by the softness around there. Like I need a new pack of drawers because these are about to hole up. It was like that, Um, yeah. So you just felt like, all right, it's you know, mm -hmm. but then I need to go get some some new hands. Yeah, but then walking from the bathroom to my bedroom and that stuff, I was like, yeah, this is a little extra. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so, you know, a man with my thinking, you know, I'm always to the extreme. I'm like, oh, man, I caught something. <laughs> I was say, you, got, you, had a bad, you, had, you had a bad Tinder experience? You got, you got bumble burn? <laughs> you got bumble burn? <laughs> I was like, I caught something. I was like, no, I, I couldn't have. So I was like, man, let me investigate. So did the investigation, and that's what I came up with. I was like, the dryer sheet stuck in there. I was like, are you kidding me? At least it was a quick investigation. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. No testing needed. You didn't have to get on the doc chat and, and zoom in the doctor. Like, hey, doc, look at this. It doesn't, what you, know, you know it doesn't start there. It starts with that WebMD Google search. <laughs> the WebMD, yes, it does. It's WebMD, and then after that, it's the PCP. You're like, damn, dog, something happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hashtag bubble burned. Oh, it's going to be a new thing. My- <laughs> I might go in and change the episode title right now. Yeah, yeah, switch that over. Bumblebird. There you go. (laughs) Oh, man, that's tremendous. Yeah. Uh, That was my little scare of the day. Scare of the week. (laughs) Yeah, luckily, I've never... Thank God I've never had any types of those scares because it can be rough out there for you. Yeah, I was talking, Chris, you're talking about changing the, the title of the, of the episode. I was thinking, yeah, if we're going to rebrand the show, we might as well call it Married with Single Friends. And we can just run with that. I had, I had, I was in the shower yesterday. With this, you know how most people say you do the best thinking whenever you're either on the toilet or in the shower, right? That's when the most ideas come to you. That's why Plato's sitting there with his hand like this, he's taking a shit. But I'm like, oh, married with single friend. I had like seven shirt ideas popping in my head, <laughs> running with that slogan that would be perfect and would sell out quickly. So we might get those, might get those uh in the production here soon. Because, hey, we were talking about the married with children reboot coming up. You know, people do married something with, with that. friends, yeah. right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh we got <laughs> we got anything else for the intro. <laughs> I just have uh, two gaming things. Uh, first one, uh, EA is looking to sell or merge with a company. So this is shocking news that came out. Um, they said that they've been in talks with uh, Amazon, Apple, Disney, and NBC Universal. You know, you know, and here's here's my conspiracy theory as to why they're looking to do this. NCAA football is too expensive for them to do by themselves. Name, image, likeness. True. 
they need a backer so they can because they got to pay royalties for the stadiums they got to pay royalties for the players and everything else right so to get all that you need a money guy it's no different than than you know wrestling wrestling carnies back in the day trying to get the money guy to 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 get to funnel the, the funds in so they need somebody to back them so they can put out ncaa yeah, it's probably to boost their image too because they've been really bad with microtransactions and stuff. They've been thrown, name been thrown through the dirt big time. Going to the world once they merge with somebody else, and then uh, Sony and Microsoft says they have no interest in them. So we better get it right now. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing. We better get it because I've waited almost a decade for that game, and it's finally 14, announced that it's going to come back one? around. Fourteen was the last one, so that was 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Denard Robinson, right? Michigan was the last yep. time. Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I need that. So you said Microsoft and Sony are not interested. Yep, right now. What, they said what, <laughs> what if like Facebook or Amazon or Google or Netflix became interested and that just became like, you know, part of the streaming only package? Like <laughs> It could happen. Yeah. It, de- it definitely could happen. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, second game of news yesterday, PlayStation announced that their um, Sony State of Play will be held next Thursday, June 2nd at 6 o'clock Eastern. So this is the big showcase that everybody wanted back in March. So it's officially yeah, well, better, but It better Thursday. deliver because they bumped it out. So if they put yeah. up some bullshit and it's going to be like, all right, you guys had how many months in between and this mm-hmm. is what you're delivering? Yeah, I think this is their big one for the summer with the – Next coming game, next coming batch of games coming out for the next couple of years. So this will be interesting, including the any, uh, PlayStation VR two. That's going to be announced too. Wouldn't see any any rumors as far as what may be announced or shown as far as gameplay is concerned. Chris, for your question first, E three is non-existent anymore because all the companies are doing their own thing now. Okay. Yeah, so E three is completely gone. Uh, they do have a summer's game fest that's almost like E3, but on 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 a lower tier. So a lot of like independent companies do that one. Yeah, the Forbidden Door in the gaming world has been slammed <laughs> shut. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Steve, for your question, I know um, the Last of Us Two remake is. I mean, the, the Last of Us remake is supposed to be a big one. They said um, Final Fantasy Sixteen is going to be another huge one that they're coming out with, and they got a couple other surprises. They talking about uh, God of War longer gameplay. Um, what's the other one they talking about? Oh, I forgot. We getting but Resident a Evil DLC. The what? We getting Resident Evil DLC. They said coming soon. I mean, I just keep seeing it coming soon with that. Or they might uh, or they might officially announce a uh, Resident Evil Four remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like on their platform is the DLC for Village Resident Evil Four remake, Resident Evil Revelations Three. Those are the big ones for Resident Evil that are in the wind. Don't get me wrong, I love a remake, but how many times do you want to remake it? Like, I feel like I just what are you going to change? Like, how what are you going to switch up to just label it a remake instead of putting out a brand new game? I mean, the graphics will be better. They're just going to update the graphics, but for four. Is that what they're gonna do for four? You talk about Resident Evil Four. They talk yeah. about they might introduce uh more so it could be compared with the story now. 
Or do so they add, they caught that in, so they can add, say, so yeah, Ahsoka so line up more with the story going on now. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't like that. Give you a cut. Like games go back and forth like yeah, that. Yeah, you added, you added director's cuts now to video games. That's yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Steve, another one is SoCom. They talk about SoCom. I make a comeback. Can I get a free headset? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> need, that, need that headset for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's about it. So I will be all in tune ears next Thursday for that. Maybe go on Twitch as they're announcing it and put some content out there for it. No, no, there you go. I'll do a live stream. There you go. Do a live stream with the announcement. Break it down. Get some, mm -hmm. get some, you gotta get some action over there on the Twitch page. What time are you going on? It's <laughs> some of those Smash Brother reveal reactions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it's out. <laughs> those oh my gods, bro, they, they you know they're on rival, you know, part of the course with any oh my god that Joey Styles or JR or anybody else is giving the priest Coleman from Wednesday night. Uh, add those into any wrestling montage and they'd fit right in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's about it for the gaming world. Chris, you got anything for intro? So I saw something this week, and I wanted to bring it up to you guys because look. So looking back when we were younger, Publishers Clearinghouse was a big thing. You know, always commercials, comic kind of <laughs> the big check, yeah, big check. So the big check. When you're thinking back to Publishers Clearinghouse when we were kids. There was a celebrity that you might think of that was involved, maybe. Who was the one delivering the big check? Was that Ed McMahon from Star Search? Yes. What if I told you that Ed McMahon was never affiliated with Publishers Clearinghouse? That you're completely wrong that he that he was like he never delivered the big check, was never in any commercials or anything. Wasn't he with something else though? Okay. So you're already on track. So yeah. So everybody always talks about their affiliation with Ed McMahon to Publishers Clearinghouse. No, but, yeah. but he was never a part of it, apparently. He was part of American Family Publishers or something like that, which was like Publishers Clearinghouse. And even Publishers Clearinghouse had like a like a likeness of Ed McMahon on their envelopes. Like but he was he was never in any commercials, <laughs> never never delivered any big checks. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, did I just so, like, so my like, like, a, like my childhood's alive? Like, <laughs> it's I a lie. That's what I was saying. You always had random dudes with it and like a check and then some some streamers. It was never, never. So that's like, that's like, uh, you'll see like people will put up um, reactions to like movie clips and that where you think the the line is said one way or the scenes played out one way. And we yeah. always remember it as being mm -hmm. that way when actually it never was that way. Period. Was <laughs> <laughs> we, we were all Leonardo DiCaprio and in, in uh, what was yeah. it with the spinner inception inception. Mm -hmm. yeah, so they, so it's called the Mandela effect. Cause apparently like some people think like Mandela, you know, died in jail instead of whenever he died in, you know, what, 10 years ago. And, just like so, they're thinking. I was like, yeah, like looking back, like I always think Ed McMahon to Publishers Clearinghouse. Um, Absolutely, yeah, just had it wrong the whole time. <laughs> I still believe there's a Sinbad uh, Shazam movie, but uh, maybe that's just my wait. Sinbad instead of Shaq. I was gonna say, I, yeah, I remember Shaq. No, yeah, uh, Sinbad had a genie movie too. 
He did. Did he? Did he? Oh, I'm good. He, he says he doesn't. <laughs> the internet says he doesn't. In my mind, he does. <laughs> I thought he did. <laughs> that's yeah. That's all right. So now I got to swipe away my Barry Horowitz because I was proud of myself for an Edmund Man reference, and, <laughs> and it was never true in the first place. Mm-hmm. Crazy, right? <laughs> like. Like if if I was sitting back, I would sit there and think in my mind. Like I remember those commercials. Maybe it was. I remember. I did too. Mm-hmm. I remember playing the games and all that stuff. Like, oh, I'm smart. I got this right. Not knowing it was a big scam to sell magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Childhood was a lie, man. It was. <laughs> That's the '90s for you, boy. Yeah. That's the late '80s and '90s for you. <laughs> all right. Well. That was a hell of an intro. We covered a lot there. Um, <laughs> I got one. Well, you got one. You got some. I want to hear from you. This is a big F you to whoever crashed the Oreos Ritz uh, mashup website. I hate you. Did you try to go on and buy those? I did. Why? Only they only they only produce a thousand. Oh, so you was one of those people trying to get it in. No, I just I just wanted to check to see what they were like. Oh. Look, you're the skinniest dude on the show, but you're the biggest fat kid at heart. And I love you for it. I love I absolutely love you for it. Like it makes me feel comfortable being the chubby guy. If somebody as skinny as you is more fat than I am, but the fact you live vicariously through me. <laughs> the fact that you were racing to the internet like they were the, the Jordan 13s. Oh yes, racing Oreos match. I wasn't racing. You about you know, you were, five. It dropped at 12. I logged on at 12 20. Like, let me see what you're talking about. <laughs> Jay, Jay was texting family members like my brother-in-law does. Yo, use this code and log into this sneaker app so I can get in here and let me know if you win these shoes. Jay was in and out. Yo, let me know if, if you get the win for this Ritz Oreo mashup so I can come collect my cracker cookies. They were free. You only just had to pay like three seventy-five for shipping. Okay. Yeah, they were free. Yeah, free. Yeah, they were free. Yeah, until you get a subscription of magazines to show up for the next year. (laughs) 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 All right, that's the bell. bell. All right, so uh, heavy uh, AEW double or nothing week going on. Um, but before we get into the week that was in AEW, as well as breaking down the, the pay-per-view for tomorrow night um, with our predictions in that, um, I want to touch on <laughs> conspiracy theory, right? A couple of weeks ago, I said the whole Sammy proposal to Pam was a work. And that was the, lo- the long play to get Sammy to be a heel with Ty and everything else, right? Well, I've come up with another one. <laughs> um, Stephanie McMahon stepped down because she couldn't get ticket sales to where they need to be for Allegiant Stadium for money in the back, money in the bank. And that's the reason why she left WWE. Because rumor was. She's not good at certain aspects of her job. And one of those jobs is sales and promotion 
and given the fact that WWE announced that they are moving venues from Allegiant to MGM Grand, um, this this was her way to save face and kind of step down uh, from the company after what is a tremendous debacle in a in an area where you would never think WWE would drop the ball and that's selling out stadiums for pay-per-views. I don't think so. Uh, yeah. I'd put the blame on Nick Khan before I put it on stuff. He's Who's the one. Not in, it's not a Nick Khan's job title. Who thought to run the, money in the bank in Allegiant Stadium? Nick Khan. This was, the stadium shows is a Nick Khan thing. He and you already know they were going to put what half of it. What was it going to be half of the stadium? Yeah. Not for money in the bank. Yeah, you should. Because it, it would look weird regardless when you cut off half the stadium for him. I mean, is so is live events part of Stephanie's job title because she's the chief brand promotion officer, and but, ticket sales is because they're from what like, I from what I saw as, okay. as part of as part of her job duties and and the rumors and the tea leaves <clears throat> were you know there was an all hands on deck powwow um, after she had stepped down and you know part of the the reason why and the new game plan would be with this venue debacle and having the change and refund tickets and everything else. Um, you know, she kind of stepped back due to that um, situation. I mean, what more could you do? You slapped Cody in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. <laughs> it's so like when triple H was running, um, <clears throat> was whenever he was running as the head of talent, live events were his job description. But I know the past few years, just job titles and shit's gone kind of all moved around and, and changed. So I, I really now the rumor is Jeff Jarrett's coming in to, to run live events. Um, he did sign. He did sign with WWE. Um, they did not announce what his specific title would be, but it is not as a producer. It yeah. is as a as a higher office level position. So that would make sense. Uh, Devon Dudley is also coming back into the fold with Ooh. WWE again. Um, don't That's know what his title NXT. is. Yeah, not sure what his title is, but coming back in maybe to do the live because NXT is starting to tour live in Florida um, this summer. So, yeah. Um, so enough of my off the wall conspiracy theory with it. <laughs> um, you, I was it's using an interesting it as, take. I, I was using, well when you. I mean, when you really step back and look at it, right? Nick, Nick Khan, since he came in the door, has really, I don't want to say weaseled, but he's gotten to the point where he is. Vince McMahon's right-hand man mm. for majority of the stuff that happens business-wise with the company. He's pretty much the day-to-day guy. Mm-hmm. And before that, who were those people? Hunter and Steph. Conspiracy. What has theory. happened? What has happened mm. since Nick Khan has come in? There were Hunter's there were, NXT is gone, and Stephanie's now stepped away from the company. The there were dual like vice presidents before that were kind of Vince's right-hand guys too, and them leaving kind of opened up the door for Nick Khan to come in, but um. that's a conspiracy. Nick Khan set him up. <laughs> you don't put money in the bank in a stadium in a football stadium. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, no. I mean, it's a big, it's a big four, it's a big four pay per view. What do you mean? Taking big five. Well, it was supposed to replace Survivor Series as the big four. Survivor yeah, Series, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. 
They that that's what all this promotion was. The year long, yeah, build for Money in the Bank was this stadium announcement. We got this announcement last year. Mm-hmm. I was surprised whenever they announced it last year that they were going to put it in the stadium. So when you when you couple this with the fact that Clash at the Castle hasn't sold out yet, mm-hmm. and they're worried about ticket sales over there. Regardless of all the hype and innuendo that they sold out X number of seats in 24 hours, that has died off, and they haven't been able to sell anything over there now for that event. Projecting it forward, what's going on with WWE? Like, are we going to see this? For me, WrestleMania and SummerSlam are safe. I don't think no matter how bad you botch it, yeah. people mm-hmm. are going to yeah. go. Especially yeah. Mania. Mania is untouchable. Yeah. It's Super Bowl yeah. pro wrestling. Yeah. It will never not sell out. Like that's just that is what it is. Yeah, right? it is. Mm-hmm. It's its own event. It's its own mm-hmm. World Series, World Cup game. Anything you want to equate to it as far as championship level, always going to sell out. It's going to sell out. To me, SummerSlam is safe. I don't think they will have any issue selling out SummerSlam because they've not that it's you know on the same par as Mania but it's their one one A and one B shows mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. other than that I don't know if you're going to be able to sell out any stadium for any other pay-per-view that they run No, not counting Crown Jewel that's completely different Rumble sometimes or well, well Rumble doesn't do big stadiums but They've done like the baseball stadiums. Yeah, they did the Alamo Dome that one time. I think Rumble with the build could do it. Survivor Series, I Survivor Series, no, I don't don't believe so. Mm -mm. It it's not every not every month event is that big of a deal, and I think that was kind of short sighted on their on their end, thinking that hey, it's WWE, people are just going to come just because, and that proved wrong and it could be just people wwe burned out like wrestling burnout i'm one of those people it... <laughs> and i saw i saw the uh i saw the old oh well inflation and gas prices and plane ticket prices and everything else and that, no. that's why they're not and i'm like no. come on now. <laughs> the people going <laughs> yeah but i mean maybe people local like you know, that are around Vegas are going to go, but maybe because times are tough, maybe something is like, you know, people aren't wouldn't do their vacation destination. I mean, Vegas, we, we know this and it, this goes back to whenever AEW first announced that they were going to Vegas, everybody mm-hmm. said they're not going to be able to sell out there. <clears throat> Vegas is not, it's not a wrestling hotbed. It's not one of those cities that does well. WCW did it a couple times back in the day, but even then it was like how many of those ticket sales were actually real ticket sales versus here's the casinos giving comps to your high rollers and everything else so that they were filling stuff in. Um, I mean, I think every promoter has tried to make Vegas, you know, a hub. And like you said, it just doesn't work. But AEW, they're going back there for their third year Mm -hmm. and they've sold out three years in a row. So, so I'm not sure what the I'm not sure what the setup was for this year's double or nothing as far as capacity and where they're at because they changed they changed where they mm-hmm. were initially 
from what they ran the first year, right? The first year they ran was it the MGM Grand they ran the first year when they sold out? I think it's just been MGM Grand each time. I thought they're somewhere else this year. They Last... were no, they're an MGM for double or nothing. So I'm not yeah. sure the configuration, Jay, to know what the mm-hmm. what the capacity of it is. Um, you don't think you don't think Money in the Bank can sell out MGM Grand? Oh, you're right. They're a T-Mobile. Yeah. See, they changed. So they're in bigger, a bigger venue. Bigger, bigger, venue. In a bigger venue. Yeah. They and they were in team. I think they were in T-Mobile last year too. <clears throat> I'm not saying WWE won't sell out MGM Grand for Money in the Bank. Last year um, was still in Jacksonville. Oh yeah, that's right. Because of the the pandemic is still going yeah, on. Before, yeah, it was MGM before, Grand the first MGM year. Grand the first year, okay. right? Okay. Um, no, it it's not that they won't sell out the MGM Grand J. It's just the fact that, and I don't know if this is like your your deep, um, your deep pocket of diehard wrestling fans. They're going to look at it and go, oh, you can't sell out a stadium, so you got to move to the Peterson Event Center. You know what I mean? Like, you went from Hinesfield to the Pete. Like, so that right, doesn't... right now, or as of the 25th the other day, uh, T- T-Mobile had 800-some tickets still available. Uh, the capacity is 13,875, and at the moment, at that time, they were at just a little over 13,000. Okay, so... Like ninety percent sold out. Yeah, close. Yeah, for double or nothing. MGM Grand only holds like ten or eleven, right? Nine Probably. to eleven, I believe. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around um, that range. They're, they're they're small. So double or nothing, twenty nineteen was roughly eleven thousand. Yeah. So yeah, Jay, do I think they can sell out MGM Grand moving from Allegiant? Absolutely, because they had, I think they had like seventeen thousand already sold for. Allegiant. It's just to me, it's just a really, really big black eye that WWE is doing this a month before. Mm-hmm. To where you have to change venues, <clears throat> redistribute refunds. Those people that bought those tickets already will have first crack, but there's no guarantee that they're getting into MGM yeah. Yeah. So that's going to turn people off from your product even more. Um, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a really big black eye from a PR standpoint, looking at it outside. Will it mean anything in the immediate future? No, but to me, we've never seen this from WWE before. True. They've never come up short, right? This instance, they came up short. They They've had to move venues for other reasons, but yeah, never. I don't think it ever because officially the reason was attendance. Yeah, because I remember uh, WrestleMania. What is it? Seven had to move. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always for logistics and or something um, else. Too. I think Vegas too. I think Vegas they had to change the venue. The nine. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think that that wasn't originally supposed to take place at Caesars. It was supposed to be somewhere else, and I yeah. believe the cert. If I remember listening to Bruce Pritchard on something the Wrestle Podcast, I believe he said it was something to do with the circus 
and them having to change venues because the circus <laughs> was the bigger draw. It was the bigger draw. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, so they had to bump it outside the Caesars. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like you don't. Is this is this a a pause for concern if you're WWE? No. Really? Is it a pause for concern if you're an investor, though? You should have never booked Allegiant Stadium. That's the problem. Oh, I agree. That's the whole issue. Anything else, they they could they, they would have had no problem. You should have never booked Allegiant Stadium for Money in the Bank. There's only two shows that can sell out Allegiant Stadium for, for uh, WWE, and that's SummerSlam or that's Mania. So to Chris's question, because I think that's the bigger one, especially with WWE being a publicly traded company, if you're an investor, do you see this and have pause given all the turmoil and people leaving and titles changing and people coming back and everything else? Does this put up a red flag for you as an investor? Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. I've already because you're playing. I've already given the company no confidence vote, but it's it's getting worse. Because with those investors, you're playing with money, and that's the only thing they care about. I mean, yeah, you're coming off a year of record profits, but if you got, if you really look back and see why those record profits were record profits, mm-hmm. you can tell it wasn't because the product is the hottest it's been since the 90s. Yeah. So, I don't know. This, <clears throat> they, they keep putting the spin on it, and that's the one thing they're very good at. That marketing machine of WWE is very good at putting the spin to make you to make it look like the company is the best company. But we've seen this before with them. They have their peaks and valleys. Every company does, you know, not, not just entertainment. Every company has yeah. peaks and valleys. And mm-hmm. I think right now they're just in one of their valleys. And I think Jay, your initial point, I mean, that's the, that's where they went wrong. You know, that's where the logic was flawed when they first mm-hmm. set it up. Right. You don't, you don't run that if it's not many or SummerSlam at, yeah. at a stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny said, Money in the Bank is not a big show. Whoever said it was, good idea, shit the bed, and it's on the 4th of July weekend. People go away with their families. I didn't even think about it being 4th of July. Yeah, I didn't even know that. There you go. And I think that's what they were trying to get, though, was figure, uh, destination, families, whatever. Who who families go to Vegas? Vegas. It's not a family town now. No, it's not. Oh, Vegas is so much more a family town than what it used to be. Kenny, Kenny, you were just in Vegas. Didn't you walk up and down the strip and get high fived by prostitutes and everything else? Like that is not a family scenario. What are you talking about? In the daytime, yeah. That night culture, no. Nah. <laughs> nah. They're not they're not putting the show on it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So yeah, that 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 was my that was my WWE take. Um, what did they for, what did they switch it with? What do you mean? What did they switch it with? Um, because what they bumped it up or bumped what did they back? switch money in the bank with? Well, it, it got bumped up to earlier in July because their Summer Slam is the end of July. So there's two papers. No, it was um, it switched with something else altogether. Oh, uh, Hell in a Cell. Usually, Money in the Bank's been in like no, June, wasn't it? Hell in a Cell was October. It originally yeah. well, switched right now. Like, I'm talking like right now this year because usually okay. I think Money in the Bank's June and they're putting it remember, still on in June. I remember a pay per view always going on during this time. Like every time I'm on mm-hmm. a family reunion trip, there's a pay per view close to the holiday. So there's yeah, a, a pay per view, but it's never 
it was never a big one like Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So with SummerSlam getting bumped up, what's in its spot now? Nothing in August. Oh, so nothing. it's so okay. July and like last weekend of July is SummerSlam, and then the first week of September is the Clash it's of the Castle. The castle. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You want that SummerSlam build? They probably want that built for the Clash of the Castle. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and after last night's big monumental surprise uh, partner, <laughs> you know where the hell that's going. It was the, what, the, the main event? It was Drew. Yeah. Yeah. The Drew with New Day. I, I paused my TV. I got up and I walked away. Like, nice. how did you? I, I didn't know him. <laughs> I knew from the, the I, people were saying Big E was like, "Come on now." Yeah, no. <laughs> Although I will give a shout out to Pat McAfee continuously referencing Drew as Big D. Um, if you get that over on cable television, that's tremendous. Uh, <laughs> on network television, yeah, network television. Yeah. There was all this talk of the brand split, split uh, is 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 altogether done. You're going to see. Seth and Cody on uh, on SmackDown and yada yada yada. So my my, my expectations were yeah, something no. out oh, there. Yeah. Somebody, somebody. I, got, I got the Joker, the Joker reveal. No, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially you did. Um, with regards to the with regards to the brand split, Jay, they mm-hmm. said the, the latest on that is that they're not going to end the brand split, but you will see more crossover talents. So you'll get the probably the big the wild players. card. <laughs> you'll, you'll get the bigger player, the bigger name players. You'll get them interacting more on both shows with storylines and stuff. So um, again, it's that 50-50 seesaw teeter bullshit. Like you'll either end the brand split or <laughs> don't do any crossover at all. Because mm-hmm. to me, this isn't it's it's not gonna it's not be working. a recipe for yeah. success. So well, they, they treated it like what? <clears throat> I forget when it, what the time frame was when they did it. When they kind of ended the brand split and they started calling it like Raw, like Raw Super Show. It's just like so it was like their way of ending the brand split, but not officially ending the brand split. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like they all they do is just do the same shit over and over again. Um, there's a couple other things and quick hitters towards the end of the segment that I want to bring up for WWE this week. Um, but. Anybody got anything else right now that they want to touch on WWE-wise before we get into AEW, since that's the, the hot thing of the week? Um, no, I'm good. Big show. All right. So, obviously, everybody knows Double or Nothing's tomorrow night uh, in Vegas. Um, the card is it's a, it's Thir- a loaded card. It's 13 loaded matches, card. 12 main card, one pre-show announced yeah, so that's far. That's a long-ass night. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely going right before midnight. Um, yeah. you know that, so it's going to be from seven to, to 12. You're going to get five hours of wrestling. Um, we'll see if it, if it lives up to the hype. Um, but before we get into the card itself and run through the matches, um, or actually, would you guys prefer to talk about the week that was and then break down the show or talk down the week as we break down the matches? Talk down while we break each. Match yeah. While down. we break down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Each match. All and right. then we'll break it down. Yeah. All right. So let's let's hit it, um, Chris. You can. I don't. I know you don't have it in any particular order, but the only one that's officially in order is the buy-in. So we know this will. Right now, this is the only match. I'm hoping maybe they take a match or two off the main card and put it on the buy-in. 
Um, but we got Hook and Danhausen versus Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. Um, the power of Hookhausen, uh, the handshake her around the world. The other one bigger was Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Jim's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's your T-shirt right there. <laughs> um, nothing about nobody in this match interests me. Hook doesn't maybe, do anything for you. Maybe the premier athlete. That's about it. <laughs> I like Hook. I just don't like him with the people he's around right now. Like, the, still let him go out and just whoop ass. Yeah. Kenny needs. Yeah, Kenny is not a fan of uh, the premier yeah. athlete. The premier athlete. <laughs> <laughs> I think having uh, Mark Sterling with him helps um, because to me, Tony, he he hasn't changed up what he said since he came in the door. And it's the same stuff that he's been saying whenever he was in WWE NXT and on the cruiserweight. Like, you're the premier athlete, whatever. Let's evolve a little bit. On the indies. On the indies. Yeah. On the indies. Yeah. We used to see him in IWC all the time. He had a guy in the crowd calling his move. That's the premier elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I, about that. Maybe that's why I love Tony Nese. <laughs> you know, if you if you had Mark Sterling with a with a Jimmy Hart megaphone yelling out, that's the premier elbow. That's the premier leg drop. Yeah, that's the that's the premier tope con hilo. That would get um, over. That would get that would, over. Yeah, it would. That would get. That over. would be great. <laughs> um, I mean, Tony so Khan, to Jason's point, isn't that, that the best part of the in- independence? You know, you, you find interaction. somebody. Oh, the fan interaction is great. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, Hookhausen is going to win this. Let's. Well, of course, yeah. Um, you know, I'm 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 fine with with Hook and and Dan Housen doing the little comedy <sighs> bit right now. Um, you know, that oddball tag team. <clears throat> it's not going to go anywhere. I don't think, like, legitimate wise, but. You know, it, it'll, help, it'll help continue the build for Hook. I think it was smart by putting Hook with Danhausen because for whatever reason, Danhausen is over, which you define over as is your definition. But the guy gets a crowd pop everywhere yes, he, he goes. So if you want to continue nothing. to build Hook, put him with Danhausen to get some more uh, more pop. Yeah, I <laughs> So yeah, I'll go Hookhausen. Same. Hookhausen. Unless this leads to the eventual macho turn. <laughs> next, next, next match. <laughs> the handshake. Hookhausen <laughs> handshake, brother. So don't they need to bring somebody in? They need to give a manager. You got lust in them eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I see the curse in your eyes, Dan Housen. I see it. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the big card. We got Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. Another match that should be on the kickoff show. Just thrown together. Yeah. You said this, you said this up in one week. Yep. You had Kyle O'Reilly take out Sting, and now there's a match on the pay-per-view just so Darby <laughs> Allen can get on the pay-per-view. Or this could have been put on Rampage instead. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine if you have Hookhausen and Nice, and you have Allen and O'Reilly on the on the kickoff show. I'm solid. That's yeah. You're gonna get me, you're gonna get me ready to go to 
watch the main card. I don't need this on the main card itself. So no. I'll I'll go I'll go Darby because Darby. Um I'd be interested in seeing the match, but yeah, Darby. It's gonna be a clash in style, so we all know how those tend to go. It's either gonna be really good or it's gonna be and eh, not the best pairing. I don't know. I kind of see shenanigans, especially with Sting not being able to travel. Oh, you know, so there won't that? be anybody. <laughs> there won't be anybody with Darby. So I could see. I could see uh, Kyle picking up the win for this. For that brief moment in time, I didn't think about Sting. I didn't think about the elite. I didn't think about no. I was just thinking about the match, and you just threw shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Darby. Kyle O'Reilly bores me. Bores you just as a character or in ring? In ring, I like him, but just character-wise, he's completely boring. Yeah, 100% boring. But he has to be somebody in the ring to do something for me. I always like, need the people with Kyle instead of just Kyle by himself. Jay, you skipping this one, too? Also, he's, Darby. A, oh, he's a Darby. Oh, he's a Darby. Darby. Okay. <laughs> All right, next one. This is another one I think that could be on the pre-show. American top team of Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Paige Van Zant versus Sammy Guevara, Frankie Kazarian, Ty Conti. When when people bitch about the booking of AEW and just the nonsense and ball drop, this is an angle that you point to. Mm -hmm. This entire angle has made no sense at all. Not at all. Scorpio and Ethan were heels. Sammy was a baby. Then Ty gets involved. Sammy is now the heel with Ty. Scorpio and Ethan were babies. Dan Lambert was getting the biggest crowd pop cheer ever in Pittsburgh. Then they had Sky turn on Kazarian so they could make them heels again, only to have Sammy and Ty destroy the TNT title the following week to make them heels again. But Sammy and Ethan were still heels. And then you get the Laker title review last night on Rampage to make Scorpio an even bigger dick. I hate everything about this. So what's Kazarian? Kazarian's a heel now, too, because he destroyed the the trophy case. No, 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 no. Kazarian's still a babyface. He said his he said his motives were not, and he's not aligned with Sammy and Ty. So then why the fuck are you yeah, why the he, with him? Are all the baby faces are him Dan Lambert? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who a baby face is in this. To me, everybody in this match is a heel. That's how I see it. <laughs> I see everybody in this match is a heel. Faces the don't match. care. I mean, I mean, faces don't carry around lead pipes and uh, break shit. So the, the stipulation match. is that if if uh, American Top Team wins, Sammy and Frankie can't get a title shot. You know, while uh, well, Scorpio Scorpio's champ. the champ. So it's like they put a stipulation on this match. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yo, they completely they, good. The match should not be Sammy and Scorpio here at the pay per view. The match should be Sammy and Ty versus either Scorpio and Page or Ethan and Page. Yeah, I think Ethan. It and should Paige, have been yeah. a mixed tag match. Yeah. So this, I don't need Sammy and and Sky again. This is WWE booking. They wrestled yes. nine hundred times over the past three months. That's why I'm happy to see the stipulation because I hope Sammy doesn't get another shot. <laughs> and this title, oh man, 
this yeah, this whole storyline's just been like, okay, who cares about the TNT title right now? Yes, the TNT title means nothing mm-hmm. right now. We had we had it <laughs> with the Redeemer. The TNT title was arguably bigger than the World Heavyweight title. It was up there. It was yeah, even, it was on par. Yeah, it's open challenge each week. That sucker has nosedive quicker than a plane out of gas. Yeah, it's there. Could, so it's rumored that like Tony Khan has things planned out far in advance. M- maybe that change, you know, because there was that whole backlash whenever they took the title off of Scorpio so quickly. If that changed any of the direction, could that have something to do with it? Maybe they had to rewrite no, everything. No, and it's just no, 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 I don't believe that. Tony has been on, he was on Busted Open. It was either Busted Open or another, another interview, but he admitted he got the Sammy and Ty thing wrong. He admitted it. He said people love Sammy by, them, by himself. People love Ty by himself. They're together. Put them out there. Thought that they were going to be a tremendous babyface couple. Mm-hmm. And it was a complete opposite. But yet he's done nothing. Would you say, Jay? That's how you presented them. Well, right. You've well, done throw it in your face. If, if she comes out of the valet, that's cool. Don't throw it in your face like, man. Yeah, this is my girl. And it's kind of an argument. ate it up. It's kind of an argument with WWE, too. Okay, that's fine if, you know, the fans interact differently. But listen to the fans to change it, the direction up. And it, there's been nothing changed. Yeah. So it, it's completely gone off the tracks there's no there's no salvaging this angle and hopefully this is the the last match of it and they can all go separate ways i'm interested to see pages uh progression progression that's it before that i want top team to win she's been training with gangrel so um, i I am once she debuts i actually want to see how she looks um but yeah, they they completely missed the the ball on this one. Yeah, for sure. Right. Top team. Yeah, I, I don't. I have no interest in this match. I don't care. <laughs> this is going to be a get up and grab food. Uh, you know, hop on, answer emails. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm how's game seven? That. How's game seven going? Yeah, yeah. Going, like, which right there. So we just went through the first. We went through three matches of a thirteen match card. So if you would put those three matches on the buy in, that at least gives that the card is now ten matches. So that gives a little more breathing room on the main card. Instead well, there's of, another. There's another match on the main card that that could be on the pre show. We'll get to it. But, I'm going to get a lot of heat for it, but I don't care. Did he say he didn't want to go on until after the the game ended? That's the main event. The main event. Yeah. So you, you got to load up the rest, I guess. Yeah. Or unless you want to do recaps and Connor's Cure commercials. I don't think we'll get 9,000 promo packages yeah. in between each match, like yes. how WWE does. But just give them, yeah. you know, just give them straight matches until. until it's like, that's why I, I see 13 matches on the card, and I just think, just like, it's like dynamite where there's not enough room to breathe. And, so is this we'll go to the next match? Anarchy and the <coughs> Is this the match that you were talking about, Steve? Or no, this wasn't, okay. but I but That's not one match for me. That's <laughs> one match for me. It is. Yeah. I completely have no interest in this match whatsoever. None. 
like I said before, it's just a bunch of people screaming at each other, and they just added the, the BCC in to it. I could care less about this match. So did they not say they didn't want to do that entertainment shit? And then... <laughs> well, it's you not entertainment. The the match. <laughs> give you the it's same. not entertainment because it's not a stadium stampede. It's yeah. pro wrestling because it's anarchy in the arena for John Moxley. <laughs> <laughs> this is his sports entertainment match. <laughs> Unless Jericho is in the middle of the ring throwing wizard fireballs like <laughs> Ken and Ryu and Street Fighter, I don't want to see this match. So we can move on. I think it's going to be a good match. I just. So where are they at? T Mobile. T Mobile. Okay. It, Golden it's Knights be a, now. like a false count anywhere. That's it. Pressing through the crowd. Was, the, this is going to be such a buster to try to follow. Like, I think they dropped the ball on this one too. Like, in the, and I get the style of match. It was it's tough to do for the pay per view because of how they build it. But you had the chance to have uh, William Regal go out there and say blood and guts, like he would do War Games. And it's like, I just felt like that's the type of match you should have had here. That's more. That's more of a wrestling match than a yeah. entertainment match. But Jericho was involved in it before, so again, the JS does nothing for me. No. Although I, I will say that the new theme song for Ma- Magic Daddy and uh, Cool Hand is slaps. It's a definite heater. They haven't played it yet, but it's 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 a fire entrance theme. I will give them that. But they they've this Jericho Appreciation Society <laughs> has been terrible since it started. I'm hoping There's, that I look back on it and be like, okay, like I I can appreciate this now. <laughs> like, is right so far I have, I don't. I'm like you. I don't care at all about it. No, nope, I'm over this. No, was there were there were two stadium stampedes, right? Yep. Yes. Were they both pre-recorded? Yep. Mm-hmm. Probably. Okay. Yes. So, what do you do? Do you think this goes backstage? It's going to be everywhere. Probably. Yeah, it'll be everywhere. It'll be everywhere. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody gets a pinfall out on the strip. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. I don't want to watch when I'm live in person. I'm not going. I'm not paying to watch on the jumbotron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really don't care who wins or loses this match, so I'm not even going to vote on it. That's the same. I can care. And that could be a cop out, and if it is. Screw you, but <laughs> oh no, that's no cop out. That's real life. Just throw the BCC up. in there for no reason. BCC, you know, you know, Mox, Moxley and Daniel ain't winning. That's the only interest I have in the match of those guys, and they were just thrown in for no reason. So again, it's something. It's something to get everybody on the card. Yep. <clears throat> All right, we'll go into the House of Black versus Death Triangle. This match, I think, is going to be sleeper for match of the night. Um, there's, there's going to be some creative, blown away shit in this match where you go, "Holy shit, they just did that!" What's going on, man? How you doing today? Ooh. You talk about New Day and brawling brutes. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be everywhere too. I've never seen these guys, man. <laughs> but you've never gotten the match because of injury. It, um, Travel, COVID, like they've never been able to actually pull it off to where mm-hmm. it's. But you feel like you got the match every week. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. 
You, right. You've had your Joker in this match a lot too. <laughs> yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, now that the now that the match is finally here, like I still want to see it because, mm-hmm. I, like I said, these guys I, they're going to come up with shit. You know, it's just like uh, we'll we'll touch on it later with the triple threat. But I mean, like I said, you got Phoenix, but it's it's going to be a banger. So yeah, I think Phoenix is in hot watch. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, as, far as, as far as who gets the win here, I'd like to see Death Triangle get the win. Um, but honestly, this to me, this is a 50-50 coin flip. I can see either either group winning and the other one not really being hurt by a loss. That's why I'm going to go, uh, I'll go to House of Black. Winning. Builds them up a little bit and Death Triangle's not hurt by it. I agree. Uh, I think House of Black's going to win. I don't think Death Triangle gets hurt by a loss, but I think storyline makes more sense for House of Black win because I think their story is going to continue to evolve over time more than what you're going to get out of Death Triangle. Yeah, I'm with Chris. House of Black, no, but- the story's a lot better with them. Rumor rumor has it is that Tony Khan's going to debut a couple title belts this weekend. Um, not counting the reinvention for Sky's Laker TNT title. But <laughs> do you think um, we get after this match, we get the, the introduction of um, trios titles and that that's what we next build into to crown the first ever trios champions in AEW. I'll go with it. They've been talking about it so much. So just show the damn belts and get on with it. <laughs> It, it's the truth. They talk about it so much. Just show them. That's oh, such it. a natural reaction from Donald. Donald's going to supposed to be the Owen Cup. The rumor is they're going to get two belts from that. Um, Not a cup. No. See, I don't need. I don't need any. Well, they didn't call it. They didn't call it the Owen Cup. They called it the Owen Hart Memorial Tournament. It wasn't the Owen Hart Memorial Cup. No. So if you're presenting a belt, okay. It's an it's an overdone thing to have another belt walking around, but see, I, I think that if they bring out belts on, maybe they'll bring it out this week, like on Dynamite, just to show off. But I see it being like the the greatest Royal Rumble title belt over in Saudi. You're giving it to them, then it's just going to go away. For the trios? No, for the mm-hmm. Owen Hart belts. Oh, yeah. What well, they said? Uh, didn't we say that they was waiting for a? Uh... Kenny to come back before they introduced the trios belt. Yeah. But they said that Kenny's injuries are, you know, worse and his recovery time is going to be longer. So there you go. The belts. Let's get rolling. It makes sense if you build it up to all out. Oh. But... So you have a tournament? Oh, you're absolutely going to have a tournament. It's oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's what yeah. they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Can't have a pay per view without a tournament leading up to it. <clears throat> I mean, you could something different, which we haven't seen in how long. You could make, depending on how the quarterly specials go, you could make your quarterly special be the trios tournament itself, a la WrestleMania four, where you have the tournament or King of the Ring all in one mm-hmm. night and you come through it. Interesting. So if, if they're waiting on Kenny to come back, is it a foregone conclusion they're going to be the winners? 
<laughs> well, see, I mean, you can't. <laughs> you can do that, then yeah, I would, yeah. I really don't need to see that. You can put it on somebody else, but I mean, right. that's. And then, I mean, if they give it to somebody else, at least then when Kenny is healthy and comes back, it gives him a storyline. It gives him something to chase. Yeah, you yeah. put him. In, yeah, chase yeah. it with that Freddie Prince book it. <laughs> We wait for this man. You know what we gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? All right. So speaking of the guys, the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of hate, so you can come at me on social media for this. But this match is six years too late. They did it before the Hardys returned to WWE back in what sixteen with Mania. Um, they had the, the crazy ROH ladder match the night before Mania. They've done it. I don't need to see it in 2022. They, they, built the, they built the entire thing up on BTE. They showed it one week on Dynamite. I don't care that it's Matt and Jeff versus the Young Bucks. That doesn't draw me in, especially this version of Matt and Jeff. I don't need it. So if you tweet that at me as your co-signer. <laughs> I will. We don't agree sure. on much. We agree on that. <laughs> I don't care about this match either. <laughs> really don't care about this match. But you said I saw I watched that ladder match in ROH. That's fine enough with me. I do not need it now. Do not need it ever. And with the Hardy doing the same promo. <laughs> On what was it on Wednesday? The same promo that they did last week. You're nothing but a hardy cosplayers. The same promo. You got the SmackDown Raw promo. Though. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> Again, another thing that they hot shotted and just rushed into just because, like, build this up. If this is a dream match and everybody says it's a dream match then why not run a proper story with it? No. You're, you're building it up on your YouTube show. And to me, this is the, the – when people argue, hey, AEW only caters to their hardcore fan base, this is what I point out and go, they're absolutely right. Because if you don't watch BTE, this is just a match announced for a pay-per-view with no nothing behind it. That was going to be my argument. I think this is just for the hardcore fans. And I mean, are the casual fans really interested in it? Probably not because maybe they don't really know who the Hardys are. You know, if you're just an av- like an average new young fan, you might not really know what the history is there. They don't never explain it or set it up. Yeah, I agree. Build it up and it'll, it'll come off better. When y'all said stack card, I'm, I'm guessing y'all just meant the 13 matches because <laughs> everything else has just been a. I mean, I, I, absolutely. That there's just a that. lot of stuff on the show, and I they've had these events before where I go into it going like, eh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch it, blah blah blah, and then it ends up being a really good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- and this is by no means saying that this match is gonna suck. Right? Yeah, no. It's the Young Bucks and the Hardys, so it's kind of hard to have a bad match. But it's just the fact that, like, to me, this is this is Pacquiao and Mayweather. Mayweather. Whenever it should have happened 
six years like it, it happened six years ago i don't i don't need it now like i don't it does they're com- they're in completely different stages of their careers and matchup wise and everything else like it just i don't think they can pull off that magic again that they did whenever they had those battles six years ago it's just for me it, it's not gonna work but i can be proven wrong and if i am i'll come on here next week and say hey Here's my plate of crow. I'll eat it, but mm-hmm. I, I don't really care about this match. Uh, where's that young talent? Oh, oh, where's that young talent push at in this match? Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Over under one swanton from a ladder. <laughs> uh, I'll go. I'll go over because Jeff and Nick are both going to do one. <laughs> They'll get they'll, and they'll be simultaneous. So, okay. They'll look at each it's other. The famous force, the yes. The famous one will force. dive off the ring one way, the other one will dive off the ring the other way. <laughs> There's your booking. Next, I'll, I'll go Hardys. I'm going Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah, Young Bucks Twitter bio is we've never. We, we, we've never lost a pay-per-view match, so I don't expect them to lose one now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so actually the match that I think most people are looking forward to, MJF versus Wardlow. This has been one of the best storylines that AEW has done in a while. Yeah. Um, if you want to if you want to look at how to build up a babyface, you can show this as one of the examples on how to build up a babyface. Uh, I have no argument in anything that they've done with this. Maybe you could have taken out a security guard beat up segment <laughs> out. You know, maybe one or two of those. But honestly, like as far as the 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 depth of the story and what they've told, I have there's nothing that I would have done differently to get Warlow to the point where, as soon as he picks up MJF for the first power bomb and that power bomb symphony, that place is going to explode. And that's what it's all about, building up guys to the point where that crowd reaction is at a fever pitch. I hope they continue to tease it throughout the match. And then once he gets it, it's going to it's gonna explode. So I got Wardlow beating MJF and Tony Khan coming right out with the contract for Wardlow to sign as he stands at the top of the ramp. What's the, what's the stipulation? If... If Wardlow wins and MJF, he'll he'll get out of MJF's contract and be able to sign with AEW. And if he loses, he loses. He's gone. So he's still with, he's, MJF. Still with, yeah, still under contract with MJF, and he'll be off TV for six months. <laughs> I'm gonna go MJF. <laughs> <laughs> what better way to put more heat on MJF? <laughs> like I wouldn't disagree with you. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. But Warlow's just so hot right now. Yeah, that, yeah. They I told you I, TV what a week or two, and that when he came back, just like the crowd was so much into it. I told I I gave you my fantasy booking on what I would do to build to it, and they they didn't do it long enough. But I was like, yo, you, I would keep Warlow home for ninety days, <laughs> and just show him at home training. Getting big, like just to keep him on TV and MJF come out every week cutting a promo on Wardlow and then have him come back. Now they 
they shortened it to two weeks in the return. But <laughs> still, like I said, it it wouldn't have been done differently. Like I, Warlow is as hot as it as hot as he is right now. The the one picture a fan took in the arena from Wednesday night, Warlow was on top of the cage. It was like behind Warlow, looking towards the front of the front of the stage. And the shot, it's just one of those shots where you go, okay, yeah, that's a guy. Like, everybody's on their feet. He's on top, you know, hulking out. And it's just, yeah, that that's a guy. But what do you do from here? Oh, I know. He becomes champ, and then Wardlow beats him. Uh, so, uh, no, I, no I, I, I got better booking. <laughs> <laughs> Wardlow wins. Punk wins. Wardlow beats Punk Wednesday. This Wednesday, <laughs> I'm for the belt. I can't believe you're actually giving Punk the title. <laughs> I mean, well, that does play into the, uh, the storyline. If you want to, if you want to take Wardo there, is is that is that the Goldberg Hogan Georgia Dome? <laughs> 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 but is Punk really hated enough to to justify that? Yeah, nobody don't care about Punk. No, nobody cares. More like the hottest save, star. Save the, save the Punk talk for the main event. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Jump ahead right now. I got I got more left. More left. MJ. Bucks and six. <laughs> That's how many times they're gonna wrestle the Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go to the Women's Own Heart Foundation Tournament Final, Dr. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Uh, not sure if you had this on your tournament breakdown card whenever the, the matchups were announced. <laughs> I'm I'm not mad at this uh, finals matchup. I saw a lot of hate for Dr. Britt Baker DMD this week. I did too. A lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are growing fatigued of the DMD. Um, saying she hasn't improved in the ring. She's just at a stagnant spot right now, and people are starting to grow tired of her. Um, they call tired her Charlotte. Of her. Called her Charlotte. <laughs> I will say this. I like the matchup just because it's Britt and Ruby, but Ruby's promo at the end of Rampage last Whoa. night, I'm all in on it now. <laughs> I like I was not expecting that from Ruby, and she gave it to me, and I'm like, all right, I'm sold now. Let's go. Lock it up, throw it on. I'm ready. That crowd was in the Statlander. Statlander was put in last minute because Sheeta couldn't get back from Japan, allegedly. (laughs) So he wrote her off with an injury (laughs) angle, allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, she said that. I'm going to cash in that receipt and whoop your ass. I'm ready. Let's go. So I got, I got Ruby. Ruby. I got Ruby. I got Ruby. To me, Ruby should have won the TBS title. I get why they put it on Jade. But let, let Ruby get this. And Ruby is a baby face. Spoiler alert. Ruby is a baby face over Serena Deeb as your heel women's champion. I'm not mad at that first 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 uh few there. Ruby. I'm gonna go Ruby too. Brett. Oh. <laughs> Brett wins this. 
Britt wins this, and Adam Cole wins his. Oh, you want to talk about Triple H and Stephanie coming out? The, boy. the hate is going to be real on the Twitter team. Save me a tie. <laughs> so let's get into it. Got Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole in the men's own heart tournament final. Now, I call this the all ROH final. You could call it the all NXT final. (laughs) (laughs) You call the majority of that tournament the all NXT tournament. Yes, you Um, can. I mean, it's Cole and Joe. Like, they're not going to have a bad match. No. You know what I mean? Like, they're not. Uh, Cole's winning this because it sets Mm -hmm. him up for a future title shot. Mm -hmm. Joe's your ROH champion, TV title champion. He'll, you know, Get ready to go off and do ROH things. So I got Adam Cole winning this, although a lot of people kind of fell off of this tournament because they figured Cole was going to win it, and it kind of took the the intrigue and the interest out of it from what I saw. So sure, I'll say Cole, only because Joe doesn't need it, and this is a way to have Cole get another title shot. Cole. Same reasons, Cole. Yep, Cole. So, so the winner gets the title shot. Yes, future title shot. Okay. Caveat: I would love to see Joe win this if Punk is your winner, because then you can rehash Joe and Punk and all that history and those promos. Not that Cole and Punk won't have good promos, but Joe and Punk, with everything that they have as far as water beneath their bridge. It's a freaking tsunami. So yeah. you want to talk about mic work that'll blow people's minds? I wouldn't be mad at seeing that either. <clears throat> Next match, the TBS Championship, Jade Cargill versus Anna J. This was the other match that I said could have been on the kickoff show. Jeez. And I know people are going to hate on me for that and come at me because it's like, I, this is no shade to Jade or to Anna by me saying that. It's not. It is. But again, here's your booking of let's just throw something together so we get everybody on the card. Mm-hmm. And I you agree. have you you didn't build nobody up for Jade for this pay per view. Mm-hmm. So last second, hey, let's let's do a rematch. Okay, well we haven't seen Anna and Jay on TV in how long? I don't think she's been on TV since she last wrestled Jade. I was gonna say when did when did Ty officially go with Sammy? That was probably it. So Anna's not the one to beat Jay for the belt. No. Especially with it just being thrown together the way that it is. So let Jade and the baddies continue to run. I felt like there was more hype on the thirtieth match or the thirtieth win more than this. Yeah. <laughs> like for that you should have <laughs> saved that match for the pay per view. <laughs> it's all about the ratings, brother. <laughs> I'm interested to see it just to see how much each of them has improved since their last matchup to see what they do differently. Um, but yeah, to me, you're doing a disservice to both women because you haven't had Anna on TV and you never built anybody up to face Jay. Mm-hmm. Who is money? Like she calls herself money. No, Jade is money. Could have been stabbed. There you go. They were in a and, may, and maybe and, and maybe it would have been Statlander, but 
with everything with Sheeta, they had to change up and go that way. I don't know, but if she was gonna lose, you could have slapped anybody in that spot. <laughs> yeah, true. And a J. Yeah. Jade. 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 Best uh best entrance and gear of the night. Jade. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Brandon Phillips. I hate Brandon Phillips even more. He, you know, plays for the Phillies. I hate him just because he plays for the Phillies. Now I hate him even more because he's married to Jay Cargill. <laughs> I liked her uh, Mortal Kombat the last time. We'll see what she does tonight or Sunday night. All right. Uh, we'll get into the AEW World Tag Team Championship. We got Triple Threat Jurassic Express, uh, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, and then Keith Lee and Swerve. This was the match of the night on Wednesday night. Like I don't I don't think I don't think I've been that blown away by a triple threat match in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I thought the creativity in that match was fantastic. The sequences and movesets. I thought the white the right guy won. Um I tweeted out Swerve and Starks are pictured next to it and charisma in the dictionary. Um both of those guys are Tremendous future main eventers, in my opinion. Um, so adding in the heavyweights to see what we get now with the creativity and the spots. Again, this could be match of the night from my standpoint. Um, I think Jungle Boy will eat the pin here. Jurassic Express will lose, and Christian will turn on Jungle Boy finally. <coughs> Wasn't I agree with you, don't care. <laughs> I have. It's time for Hobbs and Starks to get these titles. It, it, it's time for Team Taz to actually show me something, except being the stepping stools for every single legend that comes in, face legend, every single starter up. It's time for them. I got Starks and Hobbs winning. I got him as a stepping stool for Swerve and Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Starks and Hobbs winning, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Lee and Swerve are going to win. The the Swerve in my glory shirt? Yeah, I'm going to need to cop that. <laughs> I think this will shut up the what are you doing with Keith Lee talk. Put something on him. See, I have not hated anything that they've done with Lee. I feel like this has been... I didn't want... like Seeing him and Swerve initially, it was like, okay, we're just throwing two people together, but I really like them too as a tag team. And if you're not going to push either one of those guys in the main event picture right now, let them run as a tag team. They can have killer matchups with a lot of different teams. So, I said, let them let them go with it. I'm fine. I want Swerve and Lee to win this. Jurassic Express, to me, has had an unforgettable tag team title run. Yeah, I agree. I don't even remember who they even fought. So wait, did Jay, you didn't say forgettable. <laughs> I forget who they fought. Did you guys not like the triple threat on Wednesday night? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Oh yeah, I liked it. You didn't watch it, Jay? I didn't watch AEW at all this week. Yo, go back and watch that match for real. Hey, you'll be, you'll be. I know you're an AEW hater, but <laughs> I'm not a hater. I just didn't watch it because I had other things to do. That's fine. Thanks for coming prepared for the show. <laughs> Things to do, sleep. 
<laughs> All right, up next, we got the AEW Women's World Championship. Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. All right, this is where I have a bone to pick with the internet wrestling community. Wednesday night, I'm on the, I'm on the show live tweeting like we always do. And everybody and their mother, as soon as Thunder Rosa got essentially curtain called early with the music playing, um, people were immediately throwing up their stopwatches. Two minutes, 16 seconds. Two minutes, 18 seconds. How dare you do this to champion? You only have her on for a two-minute promo, blah, blah, blah. They've done nothing with Thunder Rosa, blah, blah, blah. Guys, she's been injured. That's why she hasn't wrestled at all during this title run. They've been booking around her injuries. Did they deserve to play the music while she was still talking? No, that was absolutely like the wrong thing to do. But at the same time, you got to book to what you can do with your talent and what their availability is. And they've been letting her heal up so she can actually go out there and wrestle on the pay-per-view. So the only way to build to the match is to do what? Have promos. Did they drop the ball the way that they build it with the promos? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you got to be a realist and say, okay, my champ is injured. She can't be out there wrestling. She can't interact physically to get heat on the challenger. There's only one other way that you can get heat on the challenger. Promos. It didn't work in this instance. Okay. But let's not shit on AEW's booking of Thunder Rosa as champion because they you feel like they've just done nothing with her. There's a reason why they haven't done nothing. She's been injured. Now, whether or not she's fully healed and can go after this, I haven't seen anything. But if Serena D wins tomorrow night, that's going to be the indication that she's not healthy enough to carry on as champion. That's enough for me. I'm off my soapbox. You make excuses, Serena it's D. not an excuse. <laughs> what, else, what else could you have done? Seriously, tell, what else would you do? Who, me? Any, any, any oh. one of you. What, like, what else would you do for this, given given the scenario that was laid out and what they had to work with? At least have her show up, be visible. That's it. And they've done that with her cutting the promos. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. If she's hurt, they if she's hurt. You know, they did it with um not to take it back to WWE, but when Punk was hurt on his little run, remember? Yeah. They just had him come out doing promos and everything. So he didn't wrestle at all. And I and I'm I can get you I can completely understand you being mad at the promos and the way they've presented her as being wrong. Especially when you look back at Britt being injured and what they did with her. Different story. She wasn't champ yet, but still, like, you can see that they've done it correctly in the past to get somebody to continue to be built up. But it it was a lose-lose situation. There were questions on whether or not she was even going to be able to wrestle Britt whenever she won the title. Mm -hmm. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. And it's like you got just automatically forgot about that. Oh, she won the title, so she's going to be out there every week having open challenges and, and wrestling 30 minutes a night. Like, oh, it was what it was. They 
okay, you're hurt. Let's rest up. We'll build up to a match at the next pay-per-view and go out from there. I think this will be a really good match. Them two have wrestled before and have had bangers. Mm -hmm. So I'm expecting a really good match between them two. If you didn't see any of their stuff in the NWA, go watch it. This definitely will probably be one of the more technical women's matches in AEW. Yeah, I think that's the case too. Yeah, I'm going deep, deep for the win. It's tough just not knowing, you know. But if I'm just booking what I want to see, Thunder retains. Deep. This is. <laughs> This is an instance of bad luck as far as Thunder mm-hmm. actually winning the title and where she's at and everything else. Um, Deeb, in ring-wise, deserves to be a champion, 1,000%. She's top five in the world wrestling, in between the ropes. Can't argue that. Everything that a champion does outside of the ring with talking and everything else, that's probably the reason why she's never held a major championship in a major company. So I don't know if you're going to, if you can let her run with the ball and not have a mouthpiece for her. Look how well they booked her in AEW as NWA champion. You know, you know, other than what you said, that whole, they didn't have her talk, but man, they showcased her. And that's really what got her going was because Mm -hmm. of how, how great of a talent she showed off in the ring. Um, I'll go. Do you give her a mouthpiece? If she becomes champion, do you give her a mouthpiece to help her out? I would at least have somebody with her that she can bounce off of. I don't know okay. if I do the full, like, Paul Heyman 100% mouthpiece, but at least somebody that she can bounce off of and not be out there having to carry a segment with words. You think she's better in interviews? Yeah, I I like her more in an interview segment than just here's a mic stand in the ring and cut a promo. So if you can get her those backstages with uh Giovanni, maybe. And I mean if she does win, she can completely prove me wrong and she can go out there and like be golden. Like I you know what I mean? Who knows? Like she's never really had the ball for a company before. So Oh, oh man, I want to see Thunder retain because I, you know, she's super over. But if she's hurt and can't be out there on a weekly basis in some capacity, then you, uh, to me, you got to make the switch. Mm-hmm. So I'll go deep with an asterisk. Okay, so that'll take us into our main event. Whenever it happens on the night, the AEW World Championship, Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk, Donald's match of the night. Before we before we break down before we break down the the match and give predictions, did the face to face on Wednesday night get you invested in this match? No, no. But I will say, I, I saw your tweet, and I think I would have had it as the main event too. To really build it up. 
because I think you put that you think that that should have been the final spot to really get <clears throat> to hype you up for the for the main event on Sunday. I I feel so. My thing with Wednesday night, the face to face, what I came away with, the oh, and and I'm gonna pull I'm gonna pull the 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 tweet up because I want to give credit to the person that tweeted it out. Um, the story itself, Punk, it's business, Hangman is personal, right? That's mm-hmm. been the story the entire time. Hangman's promo on Wednesday night brought up a completely different aspect, right? Completely different angle. I'm not defending the title. I'm defending AEW. And when he said that, I'm like, that would have been a way better story to tell. And then I saw this tweet yesterday, which not that I forgot about it, but it it hammered home the point why I thought that would be a better story of Hangman defending the company, not just the belt from CM Punk, right? So Pro Wrestling Finesse on Twitter tweeted out, when Punk won the ROH title, he turned heel and went against the company. When he won the Spinner WE title, he went against the company, but turned heel during the 434-day title run. So you win world titles in two other companies and you turn heel and go against the company, when he wins the AEW title, given his track record, what? Turn heel and go against the company. So Hangman defending AEW from Punk via the title, because if you're the title, you're the guy, you're the face yeah. of the company, right? Is a much better story than just, to me, it's business, to you, it's personal. And I wish we could have rewind and got that story. Leading into this, how do you spin it? Be more. How do you spin it if you turn on AEW? Well, that that's so. You mean moving forward? How do you spin it? If 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 if, if Punk's to win, what, what's your what's your gripe against AEW? So that because because he said it, and listen, we know AEW when they're out there talking, it, there's no script, right? They're going off of. Would they come up with creatively? Maybe add in a few bullets, you know, but it's not it's not scripted to further along the storyline, right? They're out there doing it themselves to further along the story. But you you threw in a new wrinkle with that statement. So now because you did it the week before this the main event, I haven't even thought about how you would do that going forward. You know what I'm saying? Like because you you're not going to come off as, a, as a, like a WWE guy. No, but I think one way that you could do it is as in you held out for seven years until you cashed in the biggest bag of money that you could get from a company not a not WWE to force your way in the door to cause an EVP to leave who was beloved who was the face of the company to go back to the place where you initially left seven years ago to run yourself to the top of the ladder to get into the title picture because you called your shot. You didn't really, you didn't earn a title match against Hangman. You just did the the Aaron Rodgers double check and you got a title shot. 
And now we kind of see that whole plan unfold by Punk revealing it to us. Don't know if it would work or how, like, specifics, but no. just off the cuff, thinking how you could spin it forward, like, there are some seeds there to where you can do it to where he is, okay, <coughs> you know, you weren't AEW. You were never AEW. You were always CM Punk. Always about yourself. That's where, that's what I'm thinking, too. It's like if 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 they would turn, if he would go and turn and do a heel, you could always say, "I'm CM Punk. I'm bigger than any company," and that's how he distance. That's how he is against the company. Not that it's true, it, but in his mind, you know. But if you if you would have gotten that story thread leading up to the main event on tomorrow night, would you be more invested in Heyman and Punk compared to what they did? It's hard to say. Possibly. Will the fans be invested in Punk? Is that a diversion of Punk? (laughs) No. They're just happy he's there. That's it. I don't... I don't think Punk's winning tomorrow. If this was all out in Chicago, then I'd be, I think it'd be a completely different story. You know, like, okay, you got Punk in Chicago. You know, <laughs> champ, but yeah, I, I don't think it makes sense for him to take the title. If Hangman wins tomorrow night, what does that do as far as his title reign compared to the other title reigns? Does he surpass an Omega? Does he surpass a Moxley? Does he surpass Jericho? Because if you look at the people he's beaten since he's had the belt, yeah. that's uh that's a hefty list of top tier Hall of Fame talent that are five star matches to where you gotta go, okay, like him beating Punk in a classic tomorrow night to me cements Hangman as the four. guy. Number four. Number four? <laughs> Number four list of champions. So him beating Punk in a classic does not put him above any of those other three guys as far as title runs. It's all about the moments. Man, I wonder who said that. It's all about <laughs> but if you look at the moments he's created with the matchups that he's won, there's moments there. It's not just all wins. What moments? They all blend together. To 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 death match. I mean, he had a moment with the with him and Danielson. He had two moments with Danielson. Both matches. Definitely the one in New York. I mean, him and Cole, as much as I hated that match with all the the finishers that Mm. got jobbed out, (laughs) but him and Cole was a hell of a match. You know, 
and him beating CM Punk and, and standing over Punk holding up the title, that's not a moment. That's and a moment. Crowd chain cowboy shit behind it. No, that's a moment. That may be one. That's a moment. No, no, that's a moment, boy. <laughs> that's a shove on a throat right there. I mean, you can't you can't go from the bland title run <laughs> that your own fan base called bland to beating Punk to being, oh, you're the top guy. You're number one of four. No, you're still number four. It, it, and all, to your point there, Jason, because I'll be one to sit there and say that I felt like overall Hangman's title run has felt lackluster. But when you do go back and look at the matches he's had, he's had some incredible matches at the same so time. So it's just back. like it's it, it's such a weird it's it's such a hard way to describe his title run. We're wrestling fans. Who wants to go back and describe? <laughs> But just but like it, as many but, matches as he's had and as many matches as I've enjoyed since he's became champion, even his build up to become champion, it's like there's still something off about it to me. And it's it's so hard to describe that because if I've enjoyed it, why do I feel it's lackluster at the same yeah. time? So I, Jay, you said, I love Jay, you, Yeah. Yeah, and you said you said we're wrestling fans. Well, the wrestling in his matches has been outstanding as mm-hmm. champ. So again, to tie into both of both of your points, what you just said, each of you is like, why do people feel like it's not been a strong title run for him? Man? <coughs> you know what because they the want. wrestling has been fantastic. You know what they want? The entertainment. Uh, <laughs> and is that it? Maybe he's not coming out, you know, he's not doing that every week. <coughs> oh. It's, right. it, it's so weird. It is. Who you got? Hangman. Who, who you got? Hangman or Punk? Let's go. Moment Hangman. of truth. Who you got? Hangman. 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 I would love Hangman. I would love Hangman to win. I would love to, but uh, AEW is going to give what the fans want, what they clamor for, what they for. So Punk is going to win. And there's our clip of the week. Oh. <laughs> I thought the clip of the week was going to be the intro talking about Donald getting bumble burns, but he might have just won up himself. Um, that's all they. That's all they want. That's all they wanted for seven years. That's all Punk wants and everything. It's just another let. Oh, it's just another legend that's going to get a title that he don't deserve. And we're all about. Oh yeah, we want the future and all that stuff. There you go. Another WWE guy crashing. The future. <laughs> Donald, Donald, there's people on the internet that Why you be like, See, I told you so. What would a cold one? Would it be a WWE crash in the future? He is the future. <laughs> Cole never made it to the main roster. Cole never made it to the main roster. Yeah, that shot in there. <laughs> I mean, Hangman wins tomorrow, Donald. You cool with that? Oh, I'm definitely cool with that, but it's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. Um, I'll go. I'll, I'll I'll go with I'll go with Punk. Oh, God, those words coming out of my mouth just don't even sound right. It's what they want. Two two. All right. Well, with that being said, Donald looks like he needs a drink after this. So let's get in the drink of the week. Chug 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 chug. chug. All right, this week's Drink of the Week in the spring-slash-summer tour of 2022, we have 1911's Light of the Night Black Cherry Hard Cider. 
I've been so looking for all you to people that yes. all you people say we don't do ciders and we all we do is <laughs> beer. There you go. Six point nine percent alcohol by volume. Jason does not like the smell. It's not the smell, ready. man. It's not the smell. This is the eye brew. Uh, we want change, not iron brew. <clears throat> Can't really tell the color too much on there, but got, got that rose look to it. Yeah, got that little rose look. Yeah. Ooh. I don't mind the smell. Ooh. Yeah, Chris has a fancy them. Chris has a fancy drinking glass, so to counteract that, I'm coming in with a red solo cup. <laughs> 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 So each, each week I will be drinking out of Red Solo a cup of taste of beer. I'm only finish this, the the show with soda. I'm gonna finish it with this. Yo, you know what this is to me? This is a black cherry mystic. And those it's of you that are old enough to remember Mystic, wow. Those of you that are old enough to remember Mystics that look like you were drinking wine coolers whenever you were eight years old, that's exactly <laughs> what this is. And I am 1,000% behind this. And it's gluten-free. <laughs> this made me hate it. <laughs> and it's 7% alcohol. Like, these were cool. This is perfect. Wow. Okay. Black cherry mystic. There you go. That's your that's your equivalent, and it is delicious. There's another black cider out, there, black cherry cider out there. I think it's uh, McKenzie's. I really like that. So I, I kind of want to. Me personally, I think I'm going to compare. I'd like to get both of these and compare them side by side. See which one I like more. In 1911, they did have other flavors besides mm. the black cherry. Um, so if you see that out and about. I'm definitely going to go back and circle around and pick up the other flavors that were there for sure. You said 1911. I was thinking a year. I was like, okay, really? They had black cherry hard cider back then? <laughs> I didn't realize it was the brand. I think it's 1911 established. The Beacon Skiff. Is that what's on there? Back when they just had seltzer. <laughs> oh, this is- it's a cool can, though. I like mm-hmm. the design. Cool Arbor Mist I had, well, I had once. Arbor Mist. Ugh. That's a, yeah. That's that's make it. You still make it? Again, we've been on a we've been on a really solid run of spring and, and mm-hmm. summer beer mm-hmm. tour here. We have not missed. Yeah, spring which, beer has been good. Yeah. So definitely scoop this up. I'm going four point two five. Yeah, go four. solid four. Going four. I'll go four. There you go. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, out and about, pick up the 1911. What was what was the other one that we had? Didn't we do a 1911 before? No, we didn't do it. We didn't do one from them. This is the first one we had from okay. them. Um, was, the other one was that we had the knock and noggin was the apple. Yeah, that was Yeah, if you see that out and about, um, definitely scoop that up. So, here you go. Cheers to that.
This weekend in sports don't really have a whole lot. We still got the NHL and NBA playoffs going on. Mm. Uh, the Heat tied it up last night, 3-3, going back to Miami <laughs> for Sunday, game seven. They'll face the Warriors in the championship for the NBA finals. Um, NHL playoffs are still going strong. Those NHL playoffs have been the most entertaining thing so far. Um, yes, the NBA have. games have been terrible except for last night's game. Last night's game was the first really good close game down the stretch that had me invested for all four quarters. Um, and then for me, last year, I said the, the College Women World Series softball was the most entertaining thing that I watched in a really long time. And I've been watching the regionals and now the super regionals last night. So I'm getting ready for my women's college softball world series to come back in. They start, they kick off uh, noon on June 2nd is the first game of the college world series. So get ready to watch, tune in and watch that. <clears throat> Only thing sports I have is, um, Monday Night Football, uh, you know how, like, some of the games been terrible the last couple of seasons. Well, they're actually getting flex scheduling this year, too. So between weeks 15 and weeks 18, they're getting flex schedule. Also. It goes into effect next year, not this year. Oh, next year? Okay. Next year. Yeah, right. next year. What uh, does that mean, that the games could change? So, like, like Sunday mm-hmm. night, you can – down the last couple of weeks of the Sunday of Sunday Night Football, they can flex a game in and out so they can change whatever the original – Sunday night game was for one that's going to draw better ratings mm-hmm. because of the matchup and what the teams have been played for instead of getting, you know, Jacksonville versus Detroit. We got cut. <laughs> Something happened with Chris's head. Oh, this guy. <laughs> oh, there's two Steves and two Dawns. And... <laughs> are we still live? Do yeah, we, we are. Know? Yeah, 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 we are. Yeah, we're still rolling. So go ahead. <laughs> terrible show. <laughs> This guy gets a little hard cider in himself and he doesn't the show anymore. He's not even logged back on yet. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I got the controls on this end, too. It was like, what the heck happened? Chris didn't pay the bill. <laughs> can't, give you, can't give you anything over 5% alcohol, Chris. It, it, it was something on StreamYards then. Oh, StreamYards? Yeah, I went to... Look at uh, you, you're all faded. It just said something went wrong. You need to try again. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we have no idea if we're, I mean, obviously. We're, we're still, still live. still saying it's live, yeah, so I don't know what happened there. So, was, so we're all seeing seven that, screens? That was, that, no. was, uh, that was StreamYard's way of wrapping up the, this weekend's sports. <laughs> <laughs> this segment is going to be on your screen? I'm just seeing the normal screen here. I'm seeing a normal screen. I'm seeing five screens. Five? I'm seeing no, I'm seeing seven screens. All right, it's Brian's fault. Steve's loading, Donald's loading, Chris is loading. But I still see you guys too. What? Why don't you go out and come back in? Yeah, what type of matrix stuff you got going on right now? Oh, also in sports, uh, before we cut, uh, football is uh, NFL's king. The sugar ball is moving from its uh, normal. New Year's Day to December 31st to not interfere with uh, NFL. And the Rose, and the Rose Bowl was going to be on before Monday before Night Football. Before Monday Night Football. Ooh, they got all them going against NFL. <laughs> Football yeah. going to be serious this year. Yeah, but Chris, back before we got cut off, they can Monday Night Now can just – they can flex a game okay. and switch it out. I don't know how that's going to work because it's a day later. 
Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Sunday, you can make that change and adjustment, and it sucks for the players because you go from a one or a four o'clock to eight o'clock, and then eight o'clock down to a one or a four. But Monday, if you got to account for travel and everything else, like you're going to have to know pretty It'll much like as soon as the advance, game ends yeah. on yeah. on Sun on Monday night, who's going to be yeah. the flex? So mm-hmm. I would think you just want to decide that we'll by like Thursday night. Logistics yeah, wise, we'll we'll see how that works out. Yeah, yeah. that's going to have to be like a two weeks notice or something, because that is a lot yeah. of logistics. And like you said, players resting and all that stuff, like getting them ready. Yeah, I mean, I I get it. You know, the the cash grab is real, and all the all the money that these mark these companies and networks are shell, shelling out for the NFL. But to me, at some point, you know, if we're talking about player safety. And all that Thursday night games were a bit much, but they're never going away. And now yeah. you next on a Monday, mm-hmm. so so what? I could play Monday night and then be flexed again the following Monday, depending on my matchup. Yep. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be real interested to see how it works. Yeah, honestly, because I know in the beginning the flex on Sunday was a big, big no no, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they, teams hated getting flexed. Mm-hmm. But now it's been so many years that it's just kind of a part of the game and nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah. But for creatures of habit and, and that are fine-tuned athletes and rest recovery and everything else from the car crash that they were in the week before, which is the NFL, to have them flex, you know, I, I don't know. It's gonna be it'll be interesting and see how it plays out. So nah. anybody got anything would... else? Nah. All right, let's get into one guy to go. Hey, what if what if for our clip of the week we just put up the, the us getting kicked off sooner? <laughs> we have so many clips this week. <laughs> um, all right, so this week's this week's one gotta go. Um my son graduated high school last night, so I went with Senior year, I don't want to say traditions, but things associated with senior year of high school, right? In in lieu of all the graduates, they'll be graduating around the country this year. So for this week's One Gotta Go, we have senior prom, the graduation ceremony itself, the senior dinner dance, and senior, senior yearbook signing. Which one of these got to go? Uh, and before you start voting, caveat, my son's yearbooks will not get distributed out until October of next year. So they didn't even why? get to sign yearbooks because they wanted to include uh, something. I don't know if it was from the graduation last night or something, but they, were, yes, but they didn't even was get it? the chance to sign yearbooks. Yeah. So wow. That defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, that's like tradition. Yeah. I mean, eleventh grade. <laughs> yeah, but the seniors won't ever have that chance. Yeah. Bring it to their ten-year reunion. With this list, I'll go. Uh, senior dinner dance got to go. It's just a low-budget form of the senior prom. Oh, see, I, senior dinner dance for me was more fun because it was just my class of seniors. You still had the, you still had the music, you still had the dancing, and they had raffles and giveaways. Like senior dinner dance was was more enjoyable than senior prom. Because it was just your class. Mm-hmm. 
okay. I went to so junior you... prom, but I didn't go to my senior prom because I wanted to do the dinner dance instead of the prom. I didn't even know it was a dinner dance. All right, so Donald's getting rid of senior dinner dance. Jay, what you got? I don't know. I ain't go to prom. I ain't go to senior dinner, dinner dance. Uh, honestly, I can care less about the yearbook signing. They all can go. Uh, I'm going to go with senior prom. They can go. <laughs> <laughs> it's too overhyped. That would have been my second. Okay. All that money for one night, it's not worth it. I agree. I, I think sometimes the prom is just way more overhyped than what it is in school. I, it, yeah, I get it. It's a big moment, you know, growing up. But I, I think in school, we had so many freaking dances. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's just like by the time you got to prom, it's like, do I got, really want to go to another one? Um, for, yeah, I'd probably say prom can go. Wow, you see, I was, I was not expecting prom to be the one getting voted off the list the most so far. Looking at three guys that didn't go. <laughs> Hence why we're married with single friends. Right? <laughs> um, I see. I, I really don't know. Um, you know what? I'll I'll go with the yearbook signing. Oh, you, to me, to me, the yearbook signing was like social media before social media, where everybody wrote like a nice positive message to you to each other. Like, hey, can't wait to you know keep in touch. Kit, keep in touch. Here's my number. Yeah. Uh, you were an amazing friend. Best of luck to you. And it was just like, all right, are we all gonna pull this fake bullshit out? Like every single like. <laughs> Got to the point where I was just signing my name and people stuff towards the end. Now look at you. We've interacted three times in high school, dude. Here's my signature. I, you know, if I see you, I see you. Like now, you're on Facebook, keeping in touch. Look at that. That is real. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, and, that is true. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Twitch, yeah, TikTok. Like those have like kind of replaced what the yearbook used to mean, yeah. right? Because the yearbook it was. The only way to, you know what I mean, like think back and remember those friends or remember those people and times and and everything. And now you wake up daily and you can still reach out to anybody you want from high school. So for that, I'll get I'll get rid of the the yearbook signing. I don't know the can, can I sign your yearbook? Can go. Can I sign your yearbook? Kind of felt a little different. Now, will you sign my yearbook? That's a little uh friend will question. Oh, so it was, it was the it was the somebody asked, of the nah, you feel like somebody you feel a little important. It's like you me and Steve, somebody else that's like requesting somebody on Facebook. Like it's like me and Steve got our the twenty year reunion coming up, and it's like I remember when the ten year was happening, and people I would talk to about it's like Facebook has not only has changed the yearbook, but has changed the reunion game. I think because you stay mm-hmm. so yes, you might not talk to everybody on Facebook, but you know what's going on more in their life than what you used to. So it's like you don't yeah. need that reunion to really catch up with people i went on ahead i never would have hang out i, I, I never, not never would have hang out with but i haven't hung out previously before I had a blast yeah i don't i don't know if i'll go to my, i didn't i didn't go to my 10 year the 20 year i don't know i don't know what i'm doing yet i still haven't figured it out yeah i haven't decided uh, yet either 
I'll keep in touch with you, but guess what? High school's in the past. It's in the past. No, I'm mad. The the only way we can buy tickets to this reunion is through uh, Cash App or Venmo. Like, what about people (laughs) that don't have Cash App? (laughs) That's the only way I can purchase tickets. Your your kids can send in the money for you. (laughs) Like, that's the only way to purchase a ticket? Like, Briskin and and Gabrielle? Like, y'all got... Can we get a ticket purchase without sending it via Venmo or Cash App for people that don't have it? Just maybe, just a maybe question. step into 2020. Not saying that I have, you know, that that I don't have Cash App or Venmo. Um, you know, I don't, but still, like one thing so about that 20 is so much time has changed, and you just seen a lot of I mean, so much has changed, uh, so much has went on in the past few years that. You deleted people from Facebook over their uh, the chances and <laughs> well, does that yeah. bring? Chris, was different. You brought, up how, you brought up how social media changed the reunion, but does that does that make for the awkward? Yes, yo, you really awkward. The, it's like yo, you kicked me out of my top five on MySpace. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, not in the mobile top five no more. Um, but yet we're going to high five each other at the class reunion. Oh, definitely, uh, so, yeah. yeah make for this awkward stuff there. And yeah, nope. there have been some uh, battles on Facebook that I seen. It was like, ooh, man. Never knew. Mm-hmm. You might just want to go for the showdowns. <laughs> <laughs> you, get the, you get that, that the Al Bundy. Let me get that on TikTok. Uh, Let me get that on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got the, the Al Bundy stretch across the goal line play with uh, uh, Paul Jones in the hallway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did we have results from last week? Last week, uh, for travel transportation, the bus got to go. Specifically, Greyhound. Pretty sure that was the reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Final thoughts. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode 88 of the Dumb Marks podcast. Make sure you head over to all our social media pages at Dumbmarks Pod. Like, follow, subscribe. Uh, this week we added a new one. Head over to our TikTok at Dumbmarks Pod. Uh, we'll be posting some more content over there in the coming weeks. Don't say uh, we. we ha- <laughs> We're going to put <laughs> that soda challenge on there for you. Yeah. That was a good challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, head over to uh, our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Dumbmarks Pod. Follow, subscribe, as well as our YouTube channel. Uh, remember that our audio only edition of the podcast is available every Monday on all your favorite podcast platforms and head over to dumbmarkspod.com for all the links and more. Yep. And pro slash dumbmarkspod 20% off right now through Monday. So go on, cop a shirt and support the show. We'll give you a live shout out on air. We are working on some future designs and, and new merch. So that'll be up uh, here shortly in the coming months. Um, Got a shout out there. Yeah, shout out. I spelled my name wrong. Jagoff's known me since I was five years old and spelled my name wrong. Um, <laughs> all right. With that being said, we'll get into final thoughts. G, you didn't deserve that shot. But let's spell the name right. Come on, bro. Um, it's a V in there, not a PH. Let's go. Um, with that being said, uh, to kind of put a bow on the mental health Awareness Month. Um, again, shout out to everybody uh, that that's participated and brought awareness over the past month. I'll leave you guys with this: reset, restart, refocus as many times as you need to.
forgive your younger self, believe in your current self, create your future self. And with that, I'm a Mark, you're a Mark, tell a Mark, y'all can catch us around the way. Thank <laughs> you.